As educators, we understand the pivotal role that writing plays in developing critical communication skills, creativity, and cognitive growth in young learners. We'll explore a spectrum of teaching techniques and innovative strategies that can transform a classroom into a nurturing space for young authors to flourish. Whether you're a new teacher or a seasoned educator looking to refresh your approach, this episode promises something valuable for everyone. Welcome to episode 149 of the Teacher Rockstar podcast, a place where tips and strategies critical to the new teacher are discussed. We share the latest educational research and best practices so that the new teacher can be better equipped for a successful classroom experience. I'm your host, Steve Hiles. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about writing instruction for elementary teachers. But before we get into today's topic, I've got a question for you. Are you a brand new teacher that just graduated college? Would you be interested in having somebody to mentor and guide you as you transition from college into the classroom? Well, stay at the end of this episode, and I will provide you with a link to learn how you can. Now, I have some important news for you. First and foremost, if you enjoy our podcast and want to stay connected with us, there are now even more ways to do so. You can find us on several popular podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Chrome, and a host of other platforms. But that's not all. We know that many of you enjoy more than just the audio experience. For additional videos, behind-the-scenes content, and to connect with me and the rest of the community, make sure you follow us on YouTube. You could find us by typing at Teacher Rockstar in the search bar, hit that subscribe button, and join in on the fun. Remember, we love hearing from you. Your feedback, questions, and comments are invaluable to us, and we're committed to bringing you the best content possible. So don't hesitate to reach out through your preferred platform, whether it's leaving a review, sending us a message, or connecting with us on YouTube. And now I'd like to share a little bit about today's special guest. Melissa Morrison is an educator with 18 years experience in teaching and instructional coaching. She's passionate about and has expertise in providing students with the most effective literacy instruction possible. She's worked with schools and teachers to improve literacy programs and specializes in the area of writing instruction. Too often, explicit writing instruction is pushed aside in education, and she believes it's her calling to help schools make it front and center, providing teachers with the knowledge and support necessary to grow student writers. Welcome to the show, Melissa. Oh, thank you very much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. All righty. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, would you like to take a moment to share with our audience your educational journey? Absolutely. Um, so I did not start out wanting to be a teacher um, or in education. I had going to school and had a degree in psychology and actually left college not knowing exactly what I wanted to do. So after having a couple um, somewhat random jobs, I started out um, as a program analyst and I worked with students, uh, children who had autism, um, either in their homes or in a school setting. And I would, um, I was a therapist with um, and gave children applied behavior analysis therapy um, and I enjoyed it very much. 
Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot for sure. Um, but I knew I didn't want to stay there. And and then my mom, um, who was a teacher, had been a teacher for 37 years. Um, she was wow. a wonderful teacher. Um, <laughs> she was still still in the district at the time. And she um, told me about <clears throat> and probably encouraged me to take a position as a one-on-one aide for a student with autism um, in her school district. Um, so I did decide to do that and I was there in that position for a couple of years. Um, and then it turned into an instructional aid position as, um, a title one in a title one program Mm -hmm. with a few different grade levels. And then lo and behold, I ended up deciding I wanted to become a teacher. (laughs) Um, (laughs) even though I said all those years I would not. And, um, so I went to school, I actually went, you know, the alternate route for teaching, in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I began in 2007, technically. Um, and uh, I just remember this really because my daughter was then born in 2008, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, my first daughter. But so I started in a private school in Philadelphia for a few months and then ended up going back to the school where I had worked as a, um, and became a teacher there. Um oh. And so I was in actually the same school for the rest of my uh, time as a teacher. And um, I worked in taught second and first grade. Um, And while I was in, uh, I guess, towards the last few years um, that I was teaching, I was blessed with um, the opportunity to have training from um, the Children's Literacy Initiative. Mm-hmm. And they um, do provide training in best practices and literacy instruction. So uh, we had training for a couple of years and we were also provided with a coach during that time. And it was just the best experience um, I had ever had with professional development. Um, not only the training they provided, but having a coach is just everything. Yes, um, yes it is. You know, uh, being able to have that support. Otherwise you try something and you're just all alone. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't know if it's right. You that, don't. That, that's yeah. right. Yeah. It's yeah. so prevalent in the teaching business. Cause it's like, you know, you get into your room and you shut the door and, and that, you know, that's, yeah, I agree with you. You know, it's right. nice to have somebody having your back, you know? Yes. Yes. But, and, and how many other, um, you know, professions do you have to apply a new skill without any support? You that, know, that's right. You um, know. Yes. So she just provided validation and support and push and encouragement. And I just wanted to be her. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I honestly just kind of never thought I would. I just couldn't imagine myself stepping out and taking a position like that or leaving my school. Um, Just kind of the, you know, the fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But it came to a point where um, I was having difficulty in the school district. And then just personally, I it was just a really a struggle. And my husband and I just decided I would take a break. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I left, I really had no idea what I would do, but I ended up realizing that I really was still interested in all things literacy. Um, and I was able to take the time to read and follow the people I like to follow and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things I also got to do before I left was to pilot a new writing program that I really loved and writing was just became my favorite subject. Um, and so while I was, uh, not working, my best friend wanted help in her classroom and writing instruction. So I just kind of, you know, helped her on the side. Um, and all these teachers heard about it and wanted help with writing as well. Mm-hmm. And long story short, I decided, okay, I'm going to get my business license. And I put on my first workshop independently at a school library. <laughs> um, and that actually led me to my first coaching position 
And then it just kept going from there. And oh, here that, I am. that is so fantastic. You got a, a wide variety of, of experiences, I must say. Mm. That, that's, that's fantastic. Way to yeah. go. Thanks. You know, Melissa, I have to ask you, uh, you know, being into literacy as you are, what are the key components now of an effective writing instruction program? Yes. Well, in in, yeah. oh, absolutely. In my view, um, I think of uh, I, three things, I suppose. Um, one is authenticity. Mm -hmm. And so we need to make sure that these students understand how writing connects to their lives. Um, and the writing needs to be authentic. You know, it can't just be um, an answer to a prompt or everybody writing about the same thing because that's not the way writing works. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think it needs to be authentic. The second key component I feel would be teacher knowledge of writing development. And this is especially important in the primary grades where teachers need to understand that when students are just drawing a picture or when I shouldn't say just, but when students are drawing a picture or scribbling um, or using some symbols, all of that is writing. It is the writing that they can do. And so acknowledging that and understanding the way writing develops um, is very important. And then finally, it would be dedicated time. We need the time to teach writing and we need the time for students to write over and over and over again with multiple opportunities for practice. So I think all three of those are, are equally important. Let's see. And I have to ask you this. Um, how, how can teachers, and this is a biggie here, differentiate writing instruction for students of different levels and abilities? Uh, you know, that's a challenge in and of itself, you know? Absolutely. So when we think about the authenticity, I think, first of all, that leans itself a little bit into different differentiation because when you're really writing things that are real mm -hmm. and you can see the different ways that um, things are thought of or students want to go about writing those certain things. Um, but I think what's most important to differentiate is to get to know your students as writers. That's number one. Mm -hmm. um, you have to know what they like. You have to know about their habits as writers. You have to know their skills and skill level. And so you need to let them write on their own um, at their own level in order to know how to differentiate for them. Right. Um, and then number two, in once you know those things, you would want to hold conferences with your students and small groups um, based on them as writers. And so knowing where their skills are, their strengths and their needs, and you're able to teach the strategies they need in order to meet those. Okay. And and what are some strategies for helping students develop strong writing habits? So I will always go back to making it meaningful. Okay. Because when they have the meaning and the connection, um, they have the motivation, you know, to do it because it's it's real for them and they have a reason to want to write. So I think that's definitely huge. Um, and then allowing lots of time for practice and not just everything that they do has to be graded mm -hmm. or handed into you. Um, because we all know that in order to learn something, you're going to do it wrong for a little while, you know, right. and in order right. to get better. So they need the ability to practice the things that they're learning, um, and to go through the writing process over and over again. Um, and teaching them what they need to have strong habits, so if you are having a student who, um, you know, doesn't want to write or 
is lacking some skills to even be able to sit down and engage in writing, then you'd have to teach them so that they mm-hmm. know, you know, how to develop the habits. Absolutely. And and let me, I have to ask you this. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you speak to how can teachers create a supportive and encouraging writing environment in, in the classroom? Sure. And it's so important. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. So just as any teacher would want to build community in their classroom, you want to make sure you have a strong writing community. So the same sorts of things that you might do to make sure everyone gets to know each other um, Mm -hmm. and to make sure that you have a respect, respectful environment um, and teaching them how to celebrate each other and encourage each other. Um, I also think it's helpful for the teacher to be a writer. Yes. Set that example, right? Yes, absolutely. And, and show them that you're willing to do the things that they are doing. Um, and then also just, it's important to acknowledge them as writers, no, regardless of their skill level, um, and not worrying about, you know, making everything they write perfect, but just acknowledging that what they do is what they can do. And they're still a writer, uh, regardless. Right. In other words, uh, this is what I'm wondering. It, there's nothing wrong, right? Um, having children practice writing. For example, it could be narrative writing, uh, you know, like you say, authentic writing. Everything doesn't have to be published, right? Or put mm-hmm. up on a bulletin board because, you know, you know uh, but j- having, giving them ample opportunity for authentic writing experiences over and over and over again. Yeah. I used to have a saying in our classroom, we only write on days that end in Y. Yes. I love that. So, you know, so, but uh, that's fantastic. (laughs) Now, oh, uh, another thing, if we could turn our attention to technology, you know, because, you know, that seems to be a a big thing here. Um, How can teachers use technology to support writing instruction? Oh, sure. So, you know, I will say technology is not my favorite thing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but only because it is not always used in authentic ways. And so I think that, um, first of all, I just have to say, I believe that students need to write. They need a pen and paper. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are so many things in our world today that we use every day, you know, with technology. And so if it's meaningful, if it has a meaningful use, um, and again, you know, allowing them to do the things that are out there in the world. So it's real and meaningful for them. Uh, if it has a meaningful use, you know, use it and allow mm-hmm. them to do all the different moods of writing, um, out there and incorporate it in the best way possible. Right. Okay. Well, now what do you, so in your view, writing, just like mathematics, science, social study, it has to be explicitly taught correct? Yes. Well, yes. What, what is your take on when you hear comments like, well, uh, our, our students write across the curriculum. Isn't that a beautiful statement? They, mm. they write across the curriculum, but mm. yet as if to say writing in and of itself does not have to be explicitly taught. Oh, oh yeah. we don't, we don't you, want to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. It, it, <laughs> I, I don't know. Have you run across that situation and, 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 you know, who you've coached or, uh, you know, schools um, that you visited where, you know, writing is not given the same emphasis, I guess, for lack of a no. better word, you know, it's, as opposed to math and science. No, it's not. And I think that it's a combination of um, sometimes the school or perhaps the, the ones in charge not understanding the importance um, or it's that, you know, for a long time 
and still reading is out there and we know that students struggle and that we need help with reading. And unfortunately, the connection between reading and writing is lost and and therefore Mm. it's all about the reading. Um, and the, and then I also just think that, well, of course, if you don't find it important or you don't think you need explicit instruction, you're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, but then even if they do know, they don't know what to do for the teachers. They don't know how to train them or the training is not provided. And so there we are stuck again with Mm -hmm. figure it out. And, 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 you know, most teachers are not quite sure what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are some resources that teachers, in fact, uh, can use to learn more about writing instruction? Well, I'm going to say um, the very first resource is the students in your classroom. Mm-hmm. Because when you know what your students are actually capable of doing, and and honestly, most often I have found that teachers don't because they just give them a graphic organizer or have everyone work together. Um, and they don't really know what their students are capable of. And when you don't know what they can do, you don't know how to teach them. But if you let yourself learn from them and you, you lose, I say, I don't want to say lose control, but let go of control, I should say Mm -hmm. over the product and, 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 you know, see what your students can do. And then look at it all, you know, you use their writing as a tool to be able to teach them. So you look at it and you say, hmm, they are doing this, you know, but they are not doing this. And and that's the basics right there. So that is one thing I always stress. Um, And then there are so many amazing books out there. Um, to read one of my all-time favorites, and it's an oldie but a goodie, is The Art of Teaching Writing by Lucy Calkins. Yeah, um, yeah. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie Wood Ray, I mean, I could name so many of her books. Matt Glover, um, I could name so many of his, mm-hmm. um, are all, and Jennifer Saravallo, she actually has the writing strategies book as well as the reading strategies book, but they have a tool in there that I have used over and over again. And I find it so eye opening for teachers. Um, and it's the writing strategies book has a hierarchy of writing goals. And that's one of the things I use most often, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's fantastic. You know, uh, and getting back where you said about writing prompts where every child writes to the same thing, but that is a drag, isn't it? Yes. You, you know, I mean, how could you get more, how can you be authentic and real with, with, with the prompts? But mm-hmm. now I do, uh, what, what's your take on this right here, as far as having mentor writing examples about what, what, you know, what various types of writing should look like? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I think one of the things I could have mentioned for the strategies for helping them develop strong habits is the modeling and also mentor text. And so a mentor text can be like you were saying that a piece of writing um, and that can even be from another student. You know, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And then your own writing as a teacher, and then books, of course, you know, any mm-hmm. kind of book um, or article or any mode of writing. Um, but absolutely, because you're still wanting them to learn from others, even though you want them to be able to write at the level where they are, um, you still want to be able to show them what good writing is and that's right, the, what it looks right, like uh-huh. and the things that they can learn from it. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and showing examples of, of what uh, leads 
what perfect leads would be or uh, endings of stories and things like that. And, mm -hmm. and I think it's great. And, you know, backtracking on, on what you said about, uh, you know, writing instruction, I, I swore by uh, Fontas and Pinnell, Guiding Readers and Writers, you know, mm -hmm. as far as that, and the, launching the writing workshop with Lucy Calkins. And uh, they were great. Those are two books that basically were the, uh, the the, um, the meat, I should say, mm -hmm. of my mm -hmm. readers and writers workshops, you know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Regie yeah. Routman, another one, Writing and Reading yes. Essentials. I love yes. her. Yeah, yes. uh, she is fantastic. Well, Absolutely. that is <laughs> that is great, Melissa. Well, let me ask you this now. If if you were to pick, because you know, we got a lot of new teachers, of course, we have seasoned teachers on here, too. But what is your biggest takeaway that you, you'd share with our new teacher audience? I mean, if you were the, the, the biggest thing you could share with yes. them. Yes. Um, I would say you don't need a program to teach writing uh -huh. because like we said before, if you know your students, they are your greatest resource and you will learn so much from them. Um, and just know that you don't have to have all the answers because at first, especially, you know, uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> um, because you are able to, like I said, look at what, regardless of what you want your students to do, you have to know what they can do. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also that they need to enjoy it. They, they need to enjoy it and it needs to be in order for them to enjoy it. I think that it needs to be authentic. It needs to be self-led and it needs to be meaningful. Right. And I think one of the most powerful things you said, uh, Melissa, was that, uh, considering them or referring to them as writers. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that is very, very important. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, well, let me ask you this, uh, Melissa, how can people get connect with you? Oh, uh, yeah. So um, right now I am mostly found on LinkedIn. Um, okay. And I also have a website, uh, teaching2transform.com. There's a little dash on either side of the two, the mm -hmm. word T-O. Um, and then I also have a podcast called Getting Students to Write. All right. Um, so hopefully that would be a great resource for um, any teacher as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I have to say, Melissa, we really appreciate you taking the time to appear on our show. And I look forward to having you back again at some point oh. in the future. Uh, a wealth of information here. And, and oh, thank I, you. we really appreciate it. And I know our uh, new teachers and our audience out there is, is really going to get lots of value from this. So again, oh. thanks a lot and have a great day and uh, we'll talk soon. Oh, thank you so much. I, I enjoyed it very much. Thank you for having me. Okay, you're very, very welcome. Thank you. I mentioned at the beginning of the show that I'd provide you a link uh, to get more information about our Teacher Rockstar Academy mentoring program. Well, to learn more about it, simply go to teacherclassroomresources.com forward slash TRA mentorship. That's teacherclassroomresources.com forward slash TRA Mentorship and reach out if you have any questions. Well, my friend, we have come to the end of today's episode. Uh, thanks for listening to the Teacher Rockstar Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hiles, and we hope you've gotten some golden nuggets regarding writing instruction for elementary teachers. When you get a moment, visit my website and subscribe to my newsletter for the latest educational research, best practices, and unadvertised free bonuses. Go to TeacherClassroomResources.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us at the Teacher Rockstar Podcast, and if you like, to support us. Please feel free to share our podcast with others, post about it on social media, leave a rating and review. That would be greatly appreciated as always. Thanks again. We'll see you same time, same place next Wednesday. And remember, my friend, you got this.